0: I do not have the words to explain how excited I am to be recording a podcast and not be on a meeting and not because I don't like meetings I'm just tearing up because I missed you guys and I have had so many meetings and they're all great meetings and we're going to talk about the meetings and it's amazing but I missed you and I missed just like talking to you and I needed it I needed today. okay so welcome back to another episode of Miss Congeniality my name is Eli if you're new here if you're hate listening I found out today that people that I know in my life are hate watching my stories it's crazy it's brutal out there literally I like I don't want to give this much like oxygen or airspace but someone sent me a screenshot of somebody else's story who I used to be friendly with personally or I would have considered us still friendly but I guess not um just saying that like it was a screenshot of one of my TikToks and saying that like she like can't deal with me and like I used my Dyson air wrong and like I'm using my drunk elephant cream wrong because it has a pump which I knew it had a pump but I'm worried about like getting too much and wasting it because I know how like you know expensive these products are and I want to be like really mindful so I've just been opening it and taking out a little bit and also that I said that my favorite restaurant was a restaurant she doesn't like and it was just like This post, like being like, I can't with her. Like, it's, she's so toxic. Anyway, though, the weird thing about it all is that she doesn't follow me. So, I guess in order to like find out this stuff, she would have had to been like hate watching, which is so crazy. So, then I realized like people are probably hate listening too. And to that, I say welcome. Like, come one, come all. All press is good press. I guess. I, if you're hate listening, like, I love you. And I love you if you're real listening. God, I love you more, obviously. We have to just prioritize the people that like us over the people that don't. Anyway, though, isn't that weird? Okay, so whatever. That happened. That was this morning. Let's get into updates. Yeah, we're going to get into updates. Okay, so first, the lip flip. I don't remember if last week I knew I was getting my lips done, but I think I did. And anyway, oh, I did. I definitely did, and we talked about it. But anyways, I went, and it's now it's like perfect. So at first, I was having a lot of trouble actually talking, but now I'm getting used to it, and also I think the swelling has gone down, but I love it. For anyone who wants to know, I went to Jodi Lagurfo, Upper West, East Side. God, I used to live on the Upper West Side. Love that place. Anyway, I got two units of Botox in my top lip, and that's the tea, and that's the deal, and you can see it on Insta and TikTok if you want to look and like see what the results are, but I am so happy with it. So that's first up. Second up, I just launched a book club with Sidoni Francis. I don't know if you know her from TikTok. She is the like incredible creator that works at Google and makes those wonderful lifestyle videos like day in my life. And we both wanted to start a book club, so we decided to do it together. It's called Sedoni and Eli's Must Read List. Follow us on Insta. I just storied it. It'll be up by the time maybe you're listening to this, but if not, it's gonna be shared a bunch on my Instagram story. And then the at is just Sedoni and Eli's Must Read List. And we're announcing our first book in a few days, but we're super excited. We're gonna do it in the way of like, we're gonna pick a book each month and set a due date and then we're gonna do like a big Zoom or like Google Hangout or something and have like discussion questions and talk about it and we're really excited. I think it's gonna be really fun, a really great way to get reading and I'm just looking forward to having like a set due date especially to read a book. And the first book, Sidoni chose and I chose the second book and I'm so excited to read both of them because I haven't read either. So that's another update. The third update My room. Oh my god. Okay. So when I got back for the new year, I I started to realize that I think it is a little toxic and dependent on how I would rely on Avery's Scorpio boy space for joy and I would usually sleep there like five or six nights not because obviously because I wanted to be around him and I wanted to see him but a lot of times I would just look at my space and be like I just really want to sleep in his bed not mine like I would crave sleeping in his bed more than just sleeping next to him even though like because I love him obviously it was like I wanted to sleep in his bed and be in his space and I realized it was getting like emotionally dependent in a way of like I don't derive any joy from my space, I'm not comforted here, I don't feel comfortable resting here, I don't feel comfortable being productive here, it's not a creative space for me and all I really had to do to like fix it was like make the choice to fix it, like decide I'm going to fix it because I want to spend more time in my space and I think it's going to be better for me as I get busier and as things start happening with my life and I think it'll also be really healthy for our relationship if I have space that I love and he just has space in general so I've been doing like a bunch of room renovation but it was really easy like most stuff I got from Amazon linked in my storefront if you're interested I got a vanity because I wanted to like separate my glam space and like my workspace and I got um, a bunch of stuff from TJ Maxx to organize and Rachel my roommate and one of my best friends helped me with my closets and she like organized those which was great it was giving me TBT because Allie used to come up to my room and just like destroy my room and be like you don't need this this is ugly that's the kind of energy I need because I get emotionally attached to obviously. I don't need but I'm feeling so refreshed in my space and like I feel like our relationship is going to get stronger because I've chosen to find joy within my space and within myself I'm starting therapy again like I'm feeling good okay I'm feeling good and all of this was me choosing joy I just chose joy I was like why do I come in here and hate my room why do I hate and resent my space why do I resent getting joy from myself and relying on myself for a little bit of emotional support like those things should be things I do and like it's a really easy switch to make so I implore you to make the switch to joy if you're thinking about it but yeah I decided that I was going to be joyful and so my first therapy sessions on Friday I'm ready to go I used better help to find the therapist and it was really great because I could put in like all sorts of stuff that I'm kind of struggling with and I use therapy often as a mitigation because I think the direction in which my career is going like it i very well could just explode or implode at any moment with the stress and also like the new uncharted territory and i think it's really smart if you know yourself to just be like i feel like i might like implode or i might get overstressed or i might crash and i don't want to crash because there's such good momentum right now and so i'm doing that and i'm really excited and that's gonna be great so that okay what else i'm looking at my list of like updates okay Um, what is going on? Why did I write an updates reputation era TikTok? Like, okay, yeah, I made that TikTok. I don't know. I guess if like you want rules for reputation era, it's up on TikTok. I don't know why I said reputation era TikTok. I literally cannot trace it, but that's fine. Anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about the literary agent that I signed with. If you didn't see my Instagram, I signed with a literary agent and I... I feel like I'm talking like I feel like I'm a robot right now because I can't process this because my whole dream of my entire life has been to write books and be a published author and I wanted to get my MFA in creative writing because I wanted to have the chance to write books and I thought the only way I could get an agent was if I like a good agent that would be able to actually help me like sell a book proposal was if I got an MFA and I ended up not getting the MFA and it's funny I always say this but like you're lying bricks all around you to build a house and you don't even know what the house is going to look like and then all of a sudden you have a completed house and you have a roof and you have a front door and you're like holy shit and I think like you know I never lost sight of that dream and even when I wasn't walking what I thought was the productive route To getting the agent and getting there, I was still going toward it. I was still laying the right bricks. So, you just have to trust the universe and you have to trust yourself. And you should never, ever, ever, ever lose sight of your dreams. And so, I signed with a literary agent at Park and Fine Media and Literary. Her name is Sarah. She's so beautiful and cool. And she got married at Cipriani, which is just my dream. And they reached out to me and we had a call and we just all clicked and we're gonna write a book proposal. And basically, that means we're going to put together a proposal to sell to a publisher, which would then hopefully, fingers crossed, come with an advance and then eventually a book. And so it's going to be a long road, but I've never felt more sure of anything before. And like, I still can't really process that this is happening and that I'm among authors who are signed to this agency who are some of I consider the greats of our current time, including Nicholas Sparks, Taylor Jenkins Reid Jennifer Weiner, like th- tremendous authors that I just, I'm not in their caliber, <laughs> but that I could be, you know, associated with in some way is crazy. And I know that the only reason that I have all this is because of you guys. And I really can't thank you enough because I'm so excited and I feel so fulfilled and I feel like, wow, this is my like life. Like, this is my dream. Like, I don't really know what you do when your dream comes true. But it is, I guess, in a weird way. And I hope that my dreams are always going to continue to be in flux and move forward. And that I can always have new dreams. But this is my dream. And I'm really grateful. And I can't believe it still. So that's that update. I'm really excited. And I hope that the book that I eventually deliver to you is something that you want to read. And that you feel really, really excited about too. Because that's why I do it. So that. I'm also giving a TED Talk, so if you're uh, based in Michigan, I will be at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor on February 18th to perform a TED Talk. My TED Talk is about social media toxicity, specifically Instagram, and how I don't think that the toxicity of social media is actually the fault of the apps themselves. I'm really looking forward to this talk. I need to work on memorizing it. I'm a little bit behind Just because there's been a lot going on and even things going on that I can't even tell you guys about yet. And then like... There's just been a lot going on, but I'm really excited that I get to go back to Ann Arbor. And Allie and her boyfriend surprised me, and they're gonna come and we're gonna stay in an Airbnb. And my brother is there, and I'm just, I'm really excited. So, if you're in Ann Arbor and you wanna come see it, there are gonna be some amazing other speakers at the conference, and it will be a really fun way to spend the Friday night. And then hopefully, I'll go out in Ann Arbor and can meet some of you guys if you are, um, you know, Ann Arbor fans or friends. I also had a nightmare last night and I think that this is just giving me too much credit I had a nightmare that like this one person keeps commenting hate on my TikTok on every video and it's like kind of mean but I've been ignoring it because it's kind of funny like I don't know why she keeps doing it but I had this nightmare that she was actually like a bunch of girls from my old sorority that were like planning to come to the TED talk and like um I don't know what the word is like boo me off the stage and like throw vegetables at me like throw tomatoes at me which would be like brilliant content so I don't even think I would be upset if that happened but I did wake up at 3 a.m like oh no why am I panicking about the TED talk the TED talk is going to be fine it'll be fine anyway though if you're in Ann Arbor I hope that you'll come see it and if you don't want to come see it but you want to meet up I hope that we can find time to like hang out while we're at school so that's that. Uh, I wanted to share a little bit about my weekend plans. I know you guys like to hear that kind of stuff. So it is currently Wednesday at 1.58 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am on Friday going out to dinner with my two friends. I'm really excited to catch up with them. And I think then we're going to go maybe hang out with Scorpio Boy and his friends. And then on Saturday, I have this Two cool really TikTok events. Wow, two really cool TikTok events to go to. So, if you're interested, I'll be posting about it on Instagram. And I have a lot of catch up work to do. I'm celebrating a birthday with a friend. So, nothing too crazy, but a little bit busy. And then I have just planned a super fun weekend next weekend. With my brother who is going to be in town because he's not going back to Cornell yet because of like Omicron stuff. Uh, Just decided to stay home until the semester officially starts offline. And I got invited by the producers of Wicked to see Wicked and I'm really excited and I'm going to bring my brother and my mom and we're going to have a fun time. And then Jake is cooking for a little dinner party for my roommates and I'm really excited he's gonna do that on Thursday and we're going to the American Girl Cafe so like we have big plans we have big shit there's gonna be a lot of content coming your way I hope I'm always delivering the kind of content that you want and that you like to consume and always like just DM me I am so behind on my DMs it makes me sick I want to answer them all I want to just like live every day answering DMs like my whole dream is like get paid to answer DMs so I don't have to make TikTok that's a lie I love making TikToks but it's like guys there are so many and I'm trying to get to all of them and just please be like urgent urgent bump 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 if you really need me because I will see it then okay then next up we're doing a full episode on Valentine's Day so I'm not going to get into it especially because I've only had one Valentine in my life and I love Valentine's Day it's always been my favorite holiday but I wanted to share with you my plans in case you needed inspiration so firstly my friends and I are hosting a Galentine's Valentine's Day moment on the day the friday and it's going to be prom themed and we invited like a couple of our girlfriends and those of us who have significant others are going to come and we're going to have this whole moment and we're going to crown a prom king and queen and just sit around and drink and wear vintage prom dresses and we're very excited and we can't wait so we're doing that And then Scorpio boy and I will be celebrating our one year anniversary of being together on Valentine's Day, which I don't love that that's our anniversary, but I also do love it. And so we decided that we're going to do a staycation in Brooklyn. We booked the Ace Hotel in Dumbo and we've been looking for like a little thing to do during the day. I'm thinking like it would be fun to book like a cocktail making class or like a wine tasting or something uh, for the Saturday night and then go out to dinner. And then on Sunday, just like have a lazy Sunday in Brooklyn. So we're really excited All good things are happening. I'm really looking forward to spending that time with him and I think that's all my updates and so now I want to get into the episode for this week. So I have a plan to like do the episode and then at the end I'm going to do three new segments the fun segment the deep segment and the pop culture segment so that's when I just give a little anecdote for all three or a little thought for all three so that's going to come at the end this week I'm excited about that but this week I wanted to talk about the this girl that girl mentality and specifically like the toxicity of the that girl mentality I've been saying on TikTok a lot that I don't want to be that girl I want to be this girl and I think that the that girl frame of mind is really unattainable for not just me but for anyone and I think that when we share that ideal we're lying to ourselves and lying to the Internet and further perpetuating this standard and I just want to say that if you feel like you are that girl like if you feel like you are that like minimalist aritzia green juice like oatmeal bowls and like very aesthetically pleasing and like gorgeous cream colored comforter and like very clean and neat and all this that's fine if you're like that minimalist vibe I am not criticizing or shitting on that and the concept of that especially if you're doing it because that's who you are and that's what you want to do what I'm like more so criticizing is the idea that we should aspire to that like if we're not that and the idea that that is the like attainable thing like that we want to attain that when I just think it's number one completely unattainable for everybody number two shies away from the idea of imperfection And number three just like stifles us and stifles our ability to feel and to grow. And we're going to get into all of it, but I do want to say like, I am not criticizing if you are that person who gets up at six, goes to your spin class, has that perfectly clean room. If you are Emily Mariko, like that is very clearly who she is. And so I'm not criticizing her because that is who she is. I'm criticizing the idea that we should all have to aspire to being like that and that being that way would be better than being this way or the way that you just inherently are. I think that oftentimes, especially as women, we are like supposed to fit ourselves into a box when maybe we're a. Circle, or maybe we're a triangle, and like the box is small, and we're meant to shrink ourselves and make ourselves tinier physically and emotionally, and take up less space and not use our voices. And I think that the that girl mentality is really perpetuating that as well. So, first, I want to get into that girl, and then we're going to get into this girl. So, when I think about the that girl thing, what immediately comes to mind, and again, obviously, it could be other things. You can be that girl and not be these things, but I feel like if you are that girl very truly and honestly, like the like picture of it, you're really not that girl. You're just you. But when I think of the quote "that girl" mentality, I think of a very thin, white, conventionally attractive woman who's probably like socioeconomically in a sp- place where she can have the gorgeous apartment that's very clean and and kept well because maybe she doesn't have to work a couple jobs to get by and like her space is neat and she owns really expensive clothes and an expensive blender and like she has the time and energy and also the ability to afford organic produce. She has the ability and the privilege to go to a nice gym. She has you know know long beautiful hair flawless skin she's tan her closet is perfect you know every day she journals and reads and manifests she eats a very perfect balanced diet greens and water with lemon and the lighting is always good and she has like mushroom lattes and all of this and number one if that is you go off queen I'm proud of you but this idea that that's how we should be I think is really toxic and the thing is like some people might look at me and think that I'm like A similar vibe maybe because I fit a societal idea of what a beauty standard could be and because I have privilege and because I'm white and because I'm straight because I do go to a nice gym and I have a lot of nice shit and I'm not saying any of that isn't true because it's all true but I am so fucking far from that girl like holy shit my closet is bursting at the seams 105 different colors my brain is vomiting everywhere every day I cry like six times a day my anxiety is through the roof I try my best to eat a balanced diet but it just doesn't happen. I like love Postmates. I'm literally addicted to ordering food. I love sugar. And I try to work out every single day because I like and, and it helps my anxiety. But sometimes I just don't get there. And, you know, life is a mess and it should be a mess. So I think that that's the idea of of that girl. Right. And it's, you know, when we see videos like that. And again, I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm just criticizing like the general concept of it. It's unclear if like if we all did that, if we'd be happy doing it or if we would do it because it appears a certain way for the Internet. And we want to appear that certain way, too. And you know what? Many of those people that do post content like that are happy. Like, I I mean, I don't know Emily Marengo personally, but I think she's a great example of somebody that loves her lifestyle and she's very true to who she is and she is happy. And that's completely different. I'm just suggesting that if I was like, I'm going to become that girl, I would be miserable because it's not who I am and it's not attainable for me and it doesn't make sense for me. And if I did try to become that girl and I was going to make content about it to like help me keep on track or whatever... I would do it so that it appeared aesthetic for the internet and I wouldn't do it so that I was enjoying myself and honoring my life. So I'm not suggesting, you know, that people don't make that kind of content because they like it. I'm sure they do. And that kind of content is very aesthetically pleasing. But I know if I went ahead and did that, I would not feel happy and I would feel and I do feel pressured a little bit to subscribe to that idea because it is beautiful and it is like attractive and it is like you know something that society is telling me to be and it's really hard to shut off that noise and I just think like you know my life is like there's dried blood on my sheets from my last period Sometimes I cry because I get heartbroken about the world and shit that's going on or just the way someone has treated me or, you know what, the way I treat myself or I fuck up and I get really, really frustrated with myself. You know, I sometimes have four glasses of wine and I get a little too tipsy or I go out and I get drunk. I sometimes eat a whole chocolate cake out of emotion and, and I shouldn't have and I regret it. You know, I sometimes don't get out of bed till 10 because I just don't feel like it. Sometimes I binge watch television when I should be reading my book, you know, sometimes my room gets messy, and sometimes I order McDonald's, and you know, like, that's my real life, and if I was trying to be that girl, I don't think I would be able to show that kind of stuff, and I don't think I would feel like that kind of stuff was okay, and it is okay, because that's, like, what we do, that's, like, that's life, you know, and again, like, the reality of that girl is real for many people, but it isn't for me, and so it frustrates me, and I think, like, I, if I was going to try to be that girl, I would be making myself look a certain way. And I would be doing it so that people think of me as beautiful and think of me as successful and think of me as aspirational. But I want to be those things because I'm Eli and because I'm real. And I want you to all be those. Like, I want you to all feel that way because you're you and you're real and not because, you know, somebody else told you that you're beautiful or somebody else told you that you're aspirational. You know, I think on Instagram and TikTok, we can control our appearances and we can control things to make them look a certain way that we can't in real life. And obviously, like I used to always be like obsessed with filtering and face tuning and like I used to be obsessed with micromanaging my accounts when I was in college and high school because I felt like I couldn't reach the standard. I was desperately wanting to reach the beauty standard or the standard of what was accepted in society or whatever else in real life. But if I lied on the internet, it was really easy to manage and control that. And, you know, that is like, it's the vice. Like, okay, well, I'm never gonna be, you know, I'm trying to think of an example, em- emrata in real life, but I could make myself appear way better on the internet. And we all do it and it's nobody's fault. But I think when I stopped, when I let go of like micromanaging my internet appearance, I, first of all, found success on the internet. But I, second of all, just felt better. Like, oh my god, I don't have to worry about lying to people anymore or lying to myself. And I just hope that you guys don't feel like you're lying to yourselves on the internet or that you have to because guess what you're in the driver's seat and you get to choose and it's really hard to shut off the noise but I want to celebrate you guys for being yourselves and being real and being open and being authentic in any way that you want to do that that feels best for you and I think like the biggest issue I have with the that on mentality is that it's just another way that society feeds us but specifically women this idea that we shouldn't be ourselves and then we should always aspire to something else I think, like, if you do have something you feel self-conscious about, like, for me, my gummy smile and my lips and my boobs, like, yeah, you should be able to make the choice to alter it, of course, but that choice should be made for you and because you're going to feel empowered and better about yourself and not because somebody else told you that you would look better if you changed it, but because you sat down with yourself and said, I would love to do this and make this change because I think I would feel more confident. That's very different. But I think society is consistently telling women, like, Don't be too fat, but don't be too skinny. Don't be too prude, but don't be too slutty. Have big tits, but not saggy tits. Your ass needs to be big enough, but not too huge. You have to have a tiny waist. All these things. It's like, oh my God, on and on and on and on and on. And I just think like we're always being told like, how can we improve? How can we elevate ourselves and be better? But be better for who? Like what's the standard? Like who is creating that like ideology that we have to elevate ourselves in a certain way and that we can't just embrace all of our flaws and exactly who we are right now. And have you ever, ever heard of that guy? Like there's never content like this for men about ways that men can elevate themselves to make themselves better so that they can subscribe to some gaze. Like there's no that guy. That's not a thing, right? Like the that girl mentality caters just to women. It literally is for women. There's no that guy. And I think that answers the whole thing, right? Like, you know, it's like, okay, eat healthy, get up early, work out, go to work, do all these things. And, you know, it doesn't really cater to us feeling good about ourselves. It caters to us. Having other people validate us and think that we're sexy or cool or that we have our shit together. But you know what? Like sometimes you have diarrhea in a Barnes and Noble and you get Shake Shack for dinner and you get stressed out and you cry and break down to your mom on the phone. And that's all real. And we should just be validating that existence as well as the existence of something super manicured and quote aspirational unquote. But I was thinking to myself, like, imagine if there was that guy mentality, like, what would that be like? Okay, it would be a video of a guy like waking up in a bedroom with like a Saturdays are for the boys flag. (laughs) And there would be some stuff about like, you know, being chiseled and, and like hot and athletic. And of course, that's a standard, too. And like there there is toxic masculinity as well. But it would be like drinking beer with the boys and watching football and partying and working out and like cool cars and making money and having a lot of sex and like, Rock and roll, it wouldn't be like this sweet little quiet manicured perfect little thing. It would be big and like audacious and like nasty and it would be like rock and roll. It wouldn't be like this sweet thing. And so I just think that like it's interesting that even if we tried to think of the that guy mentality and what it might look like, it would look very different than the that girl mentality. And it's like for what? Like gender is a construct. Like I, we don't need to get into that, but we all know that's true, right? And I, and, and I, when I was thinking about all of this, I was like, maybe I resent the that girl mentality because I'll never be that girl. But then I realized that I think that the that girls aren't even that girl because it doesn't make sense. It can't be real. We all have little moments of, you know, realness and we all have little moments where we mess up. We all have little moments where we have to say we're sorry or we cry or we feel bad about ourselves. Even like, you know, Emily Mariko or M. are people we think of as perfect and aspirational those people have bad days too. And so like, there's no box like, and that's kind of how I came up with this girl. Because like, there is no box. The only box you're in is being you. Like, the only box you've ever been in is that you are you. And that's enough. That's it, right? And so I came up with this idea of this girl because I was like, okay, well, currently, I'm this girl, right? And that's good enough. I don't need to become somebody else that I'm not I don't need to lie to myself on the internet and in real life I don't need to punish myself because I don't reach a standard or I'm not productive enough or I rest too much or I order too much food out I don't need to punish myself but what I can do is elevate myself and make goals and like I'm here right I'm breathing and it's hard and it sucks some days and I'm fine I'm fine how I am I'm getting through it's one foot in front of the other And I can always choose to elevate myself. I can always choose to make productive changes. And like, think about it. That's like my joy thing. I chose joy in my space. I chose to make that change for me, right? I chose to do it because I realized something was up and something felt wrong in my life. And that is an example of me being this girl and saying, let me elevate her a little bit. Let me make some small changes. But yeah, my sheets are still going to be pink and purple and mismatch. And I'm going to get a cheetah rug and do all the maximalist stuff I love. And it's going to be colorful. And it's probably going to get messy because guess what? I'm not not messy. I'm not perfect. And nobody is. And there's like, you know, there's no destination with life. And I think that that girl mentality subscribes that you'll get there. And then it's like, well, then what? Like Life is this really long journey. And we're basically just in a car driving. And whenever we think we're going to a destination, we're going to get rerouted and rerouted and rerouted. And eventually, like, we're going to realize that there is no destination. We're on the road. And that's all that matters. And we have to make it rock. And we have to play a really good playlist and enjoy ourselves and pick people up along the way. And so that was like the thought of this girl is like, you are good enough being you. And that does not mean that we don't have our flaws and that we cannot elevate ourselves and that we cannot aspire to something greater. I think we should always remember that we're a work in progress. I am the biggest goddamn work in progress ever. But the thing is, I also honor where I am right now and this beautiful and wonderful chapter and I celebrate my wins. And when something does go wrong, I think about why and I think about what I can change. But I'm not trying to fit myself into a box. I'm just fitting myself into the Eli box and that box is like amorphous, like it isn't rigid. It, it, it's many different things and it changes throughout time. So I made a list for the this girls of the things that we can do to be this girl right okay we can listen to playlists that hype us up put on any music that makes you feel good that makes you so feel full and you just dance in the living room and you dance in your kitchen and you're cooking dinner and maybe it's pasta because you deserve carbs and you're dancing and having a good time and you're allowing art to move and transcend you in some way we reserve ourselves the time to just exist it is so hard to just exist, holy shit, and we don't reserve ourselves enough time. I don't care where that time is reserved. For lack of a better terminology, I don't know what your prerogative is. But for me, it's the shower. I love my showers. It's the time for me to just exist without my phone and without anything and just without any noise. And I think this girl's also reserved time for the people they love and they set really healthy and productive boundaries This girls do movement in ways that push their bodies and honor their lives. They take off days when they're not feeling it. They listen to their body, which is really hard to do, but we get in touch with that. We're obsessed with like TV shows and movies and content creators. And we allow that stuff to teach us something or incite discussion or elevate us. We get sad sometimes because that's normal. And we have anxiety and depression sometimes or all the time because that's normal and we have trouble with things and we celebrate our big wins and we celebrate our little wins because life is too short to not do that. We embrace our bodies exactly as they are and as they come. And we can say to ourselves, you know, I want to elevate my body in this way or that way or the other way. I want to make healthy choices for myself, but we're not destroying ourselves and we're not, you know, criticizing the case that holds our heart and our soul and our wonderful minds. We, you know, we have discussions and we ask questions and we're curious. We love Mexican food and Chipotle and carbohydrates and wine and margaritas. And we also love green smoothies and other healthy things that are slipping my mind right now. Fruit. I love fruit. And we are very in touch with who we are on the inside. That's what it means to be this girl. Like you dig deep and you're like, this is who I am. And this is who I want to be. And I'm going to do something every day to elevate that experience for me. For me, right? We honor our lives. We do the best that we possibly can. We're kind to ourselves and we're kind to others. We work hard and we trust the universe and we know it is okay to not be okay. That's this girl to me. And I think that is a standard, not even a standard. That is a set of things that is incredibly attainable to every person. I think that girl excludes people. It excludes us if our bodies don't fit in to the set of guidelines that it is suggesting that we fit into. It excludes us if we don't look a certain way, if we don't have a certain thing. This girl is inclusive all the way because all it means to be this girl is to be your best version of yourself and honor your life every single day ever period and i i always think about myself as a work in progress right and i think that i'm never going to be a full form like i'm never going to be done there's always something to work on and i always say you know you have to trust the universe you have to put your faith there but something that i think helps me to think about that is that i think that when i came into the world and when you guys all got here the universe had a pretty rough draft for what this life was going to look like for us so they have a little bit of a rough draft they have an outline right and our job here is to write a final draft write something that's stage ready ready to be published by the time our lives are up right and you know what there are a lot of drafts in between a rough draft and a final draft and a lot of those drafts suck they're going to be bad. Sometimes you go into that writer's workshop thinking like my draft is amazing and everyone tears it apart and tells you things you didn't even know about it. And sometimes you go in with the draft and you're like, I'm kind of worried about this draft and everyone's like, that's the best draft I've ever read in my life. But the thing about a draft is there's always another iteration. You could keep working on it forever. And the thing is like. Yeah, cuz some people will be like, how can I trust the universe when I feel like my choices dictate the path that I end up going down? They do, because you're part of it. You're also writing the draft. It's not just the universe. The universe has the rough draft and the rough draft is going to have your back, but the choices you make and the the story you're writing is yours to write and it's your final draft to create. And I think that that's really can be really comforting. And all this to say like our rough draft version of ourselves is enough. And that's this girl. That's the rough draft or this guy or this person, because guess what? This person is for everyone. It's not just for women. If absolutely none of that made sense, you guys can go ahead and DM me and be like, hey girl, just to let you know, I don't know what the hell tangent that was, but I hated it. But anyway, I figured that because we're going to drop into this girl energy, I needed to like tell you guys a little bit about some goals that we're going to have. So the first one is a goals list. I like a goals list. It's basically a to do list for your goals. You can do big goals, small goals, and I find that actually writing something out is the perfect way to manifest it for coming true. So that's the first list you're going to make the biggest goal you can possibly ever think of down to the tiniest one. The second thing is a never have I ever list. This is a list of things that you've never done, but it shouldn't be like, I've never skydived. I mean, it could be, but like mine was like, I've never gone to a pottery making class. I've never had a lychee martini. I've never gone to see underground comedy in New York City. I've never been to California, like more attainable things like Things that I want to try that I could like get up and do right now. Like I've never been a Taco Bell. So weird. But like things that I could get up and try to do right now for the most part. Make a list and every single day or week pick out one thing you're going to try. It is so fulfilling to fill up your life with like tons of new and interesting and diverse things to try for the first time. And you have to have a sort of trial and error routine. Like nothing is going to be marriage until it's marriage. Like you're not going to know when something's the right fit until it is. So you have to try. And the best part about trying something is that if it doesn't work, it's not like I failed. It's like I lived. I tried something. It didn't work. Now I know that it didn't work so I can try something else. We also obviously have to have a positive attitude. That's a big one. You have to be as positive as you can. Law of attraction. Positivity out. Positivity in. Okay. And some examples of how I'm elevating this girl right now. I've been trying new movement and new workouts a lot. And it has been really, really interesting in how I can see my body changing and how much I'm enjoying pushing myself in a different way. I've been trying to make new friends and branch out and be more social. And that's been hard for me because it is, but I've been really enjoying it. I've been trying to find joy in everything. And it's hard. But my room is a really good physical manifestation of finding joy. So those are some things that I'm doing and I want to leave this portion of the episode with this. It is okay if you like to watch that kind of motivational content and you love it and you like love to take it in because I like it too and I like the videos and I always watch them. But you shouldn't beat yourself up if you feel like you can't be that person and you'll never be that person because I don't think that number one anybody can. And even the people that are that person that you're thinking about aspiring to, they have bad days too. And the internet is not a real place. And we can only just try and promise to be authentic as possible, you know? And so instead of trying to become that girl, try to elevate this girl because this girl is more than enough. And I'm very, very, very confident in saying that not only is this girl more than enough, but I am incredibly, incredibly proud of you. Okay. And now we're going to get into our new segments the first one the deep segment I didn't want to do this like right after that but I think it's like the best place to do it um so about a year ago my mom's best friend who I considered my aunt it was my mom's best friend since childhood passed away very suddenly and I just want to take a moment to say that I know how hard the world can be and I know how hard life can be and I know how overwhelming it is and I know how much some of us struggle with our mental health and how scary that can be but it's okay to not be okay and if you need something you should always ask for help and you should always go after that help and you should always you know do the things that you need to do so that you can feel afloat the only thing you really have to do in this life is put one foot in front of the other and take a deep breath, and stay alive, and be here, and be present, and I don't know if someone's told you this recently, but you are very, very wanted and needed here, and if you feel like nobody wants or needs you here, you are lying, because you can add one person to that list, and even if it's just one, that person is me, and I need you here, and I want you here, and I would be really sad if you weren't here, and I I think it's important to remember to check in with our friends and make sure that they're okay because this is a really stressful time and it's hard to be okay. And I want you guys to know how much I love you and how how grateful I am for your support and how I feel like we're friends and how I would be really sad if you weren't here. And I want to remind you that there are so many things that you've yet to do on this earth if you want to be a parent you've yet to hold your child you've yet to discover your dream job you've yet to eat the best meal of your life and hear the album from your favorite artist that they're going to come out with and you've yet to probably see your favorite movie or travel to different places or have really good sex and go on amazing runs and accomplish crazy things like The best days of your life are ahead of you, and the hardest ones are behind you. And I hope that you can just take that and revel in it and understand that you are really special and you're one of a kind and you are very important to me. And I led with that segment because I wanted the heartfelt stuff to come first and then the happier things maybe (laughs) to come after. So, okay, everyone take a deep breath. We're all right. Okay. So, next, we're going to do a funny segment. I'm going to tell you guys a story. I know you love my crazy stories. This is a good one. So, I was a senior in college and it was about January. So, you can imagine Michigan, there's like six feet of snow on the ground and it's snowing. I go out and I got drugged when I was out, which is an entirely separate thing. And it has nothing to do with the story really. But just so you know, I was out of it. And luckily, I was seeing this guy, very casual hookup, very casual. We'll call him the Gemini. I think I've mentioned him before. I was seeing him. He saw me at the bar before the drugging kicked in. And he noticed that I was kind of out of it. So he took me home. And we went back to his place. And I think we just watched TV. And he put me to bed. And the next day he was saying I was like cracking up in the middle of the night or whatever. But I wake up at 5 in the morning and I feel horrible. Like if you've ever been drugged, if you've ever had roofie in your system, I think you would know what that felt like. But I felt... Terrible. Like I've never felt worse in my life, right? And I wasn't hungover because I didn't drink that much. Like I had like two or three drinks. And so I get up and I'm like, oh my God, I have to go home. I have to go home. So I wake him up, I tell him I'm leaving, whatever. It's like four fifty in the morning. And I was like really incredibly out of it. And I realized as I was walking in a leather jacket and suede booties and jeans in ten degree weather with three feet of snow on the ground, fresh snow, that I didn't have my keys. And I didn't have my keys and I didn't know where they were. And my roommates, housemates rather, definitely locked the house. And the problem was we lived in a house. So knocking on the door was wouldn't accomplish much because they were all in their bedrooms upstairs and in our basement. And so they probably wouldn't hear it. And so I was like, shit, I don't want to return to his apartment because I just feel like that's weird and I really want to go home and maybe if I just sit down when I get back to my house I can find the key or maybe on some twist of fate the door is unlocked by now it's like 457 I'm like trudging through the snow freezing and totally out of it and like down the street we lived on this like very common senior street Greenwood Avenue I see like this figure this like girl coming toward me And, like, the way she's walking to me just, like, looked familiar. Like, I felt like I knew her. But she was far away, and it was snowing. So I couldn't really tell. But it looked like a similar situation. And, like, our street was in the middle of us, too. So we were both, like, equidistant from our street and, like, turning right onto our street. But she was, like, coming toward it from the other way. So we were walking toward each other. And so I like see her and then all of a sudden I start to realize that it's my best friend who I live with like walking down the road and I again don't know what happened the night before because I left the bar at like 11 after having two drinks and getting roofied with a guy and I kind of texted my roommates like hey I'm leaving I did not know what transpired with my best friend or any of our other housemates like throughout the evening like all I knew was that I was trying to go home And so I'm like um hello and I start like calling her name and she's like what? And we're cracking up dying laughing and it turns out that like she was at a guy's house and like woke up at like 4 30 and was like I'm not really vibing this I'm gonna leave. And when I tell you number one I did not know that she was at someone's house. and Number two I did not know what time it was. I do not even know what time it was. She didn't know what time it was. I did not text her. I had not heard from her since I texted her like at 11 I'm leaving the bar and she's like love you be safe. Like We were in an intuition moment, literally intuition, where we are staring at each other on a snowy street corner at 4.57 in the morning, both having left the sneaky links that we were prospectively with because we didn't want to be there anymore. And thank the Lord because she had a damn key. And I remember we went into our house. We had a protein bar. We each had a perfect bar. We each had a glass of water. And then we went to bed. I swear to God, that's how I knew she was my soulmate it was so funny and weird and like I literally am actually feeling PTSD from the feeling I felt before I saw her when I was like I don't have my key and I feel like shit that was trauma but it was like hilarious and it's a memory I'll never forget from college like how did we both like what are the odds what are the odds because you know what if it was like 9 a.m or something I'd be like oh ironic but the fact that it was like four in the morning is weird so what are the odds right Okay, so that was the funny segment. And then the last thing I want to talk about is the Kardashians right now, because there's a lot of shit and I don't know what they're trying to distract from. Maybe Astro World. I think that they are actually trying to use like their distraction, weird tactic, whatever. Couple things. First of all, Kylie Jenner. I don't know if you guys saw that like weird tent and she was on a plane and a lot of people investigated and basically like if she was on a plane she had to have given birth already because you can't give birth, you can't go on a plane on a, past a certain amount of weeks when you're pregnant and based on the timeline, people like uncovered, it wouldn't make sense but I'm wondering if she's not announcing it because she's not ready to or because like the announcement isn't ready or because like of World and Travis and like it's just not appropriate, I don't really know but I did see that picture and I was like, oh, I kind of feel like she had to have just given birth because she's definitely holding a baby carrier underneath that like blanket. Uh, Can you imagine how hard it would be to not get paparazzi pictures released? I did see pictures that someone took on a drone at her baby shower and I was like, Jesus Christ, the lack of privacy. Can you imagine someone is taking a drone photograph of the interior of your baby shower when no photos would have been released? I would be like, what the hell? Of course, I looked at them. I wanted to see it. She was wearing a white dress. But So that, that's part of it. I'm curious about that. I don't know what the name of the baby is going to be. If anyone has predictions, let me know. And then the other thing is Tristan and Chloe. And okay, this is my thing about the whole situation. I also saw criticism of Chloe and I've been thinking about it a lot um, just because it's like come to mind. I really do think that Tristan's like apology post on his Instagram story proves that he doesn't respect Chloe at all. Because if he did, he wouldn't post that. He clearly did it to try to absolve himself of some blame and some heat that he was going to get. But I also think that like there's a difference between like just cheating on your partner and then cheating on your partner like a lot with also added consequences and then also announcing it as he did. And I'm like, dude, what? Do you even have time to play basketball what are you doing? And the other thing I thought was so interesting is how common that like type of messaging is that he used being like, you're right. I'm an asshole. I'm bad. You're good. I was like, whoa, like I've heard that before. Like, you know what? You're right. I hurt you and I'm a bad person and you should know I respect you. Like (laughs) that's what it felt like to me. So crazy. And then on top of it all, Kim and Pete are in the Bahamas. And part of me is like, were they like, let's distract from the Tristan stuff. Let's distract from World, and just send the two of them to the Bahamas because we know it'll get a lot of press. I don't know, but I'm going to lead you to something and it's going to be interesting. So she Instagrammed a picture. It's a selfie. She looks really hot. And Scott Disick commented, where is the tripod? Suggesting, where is Pete? Because everybody knows that there's a rumor that Pete is very large in that region. And tripod is three legs. Guys crazy town right yeah so then there's a lot going on I don't know exactly what their tactic is and they just released the trailer or like slash the um pictures for the the Kardashians Hulu show I don't know part of me is kind of sad that they're not sticking with keeping up I I don't know keeping up it was such like a that was like such a thing like you know keeping up with the Kardashians like that is rolls off the tongue just the Kardashians okay that's weird I don't know will you guys watch it I don't know if I will I didn't even really watch Keeping Up I just watched like here and there the last season and it was off and on in my house growing up because my mom does like to watch reality tv so that's my thoughts on all that it's not even thoughts it's just like a crazy amount of information that they're giving us and I don't know why they're doing it and also if you don't follow her Kardashian colloquium with a k on Instagram and TikTok brilliant she breaks down the Kardashians not from the standpoint of a fan but from the standpoint of like somebody actually trying to understand what goes through their heads and it is just wonderful like I literally love every little thing about this account it's so good she's so smart and if you're interested at all in the psychology of like public figures in that way you should definitely follow her anyway I don't know why I went on a Kardashian rant I just feel like the content of them has been everywhere lately and it's a lot It's a lot, right? Like, it's for sure a lot. Anyway, though, I think that's it. I actually don't know if that's it. Like, I feel like I'm gonna leave this episode and then be like, I have a lot of other things to say. But the thing is, I only have 20 minutes before my next meeting right now as I finish recording this. And I kind of wanna like take a deep breath for those 20 minutes and maybe use the bathroom and like, I don't know, close my eyes or something and like meditate. I've been stressed, but I feel really good. And I'm trying to channel my stress into positive energy and use it as a force forward. I need an Equinox shower, babes. Okay. I love you guys very much. I am sending you the most gigantic virtual hug. If nobody has told you they are proud of you lately, I am proud of you. This is a hug through the screen, a kiss on the cheek through the screen. You are not alone. I am here with you every single day, and I am your friend. No matter what else you think, no matter what you may not think, whatever it is, go forth and do amazing things. Sign up for Sidonia's book club. Make plans with an old friend live your most honest life and remember you are this girl baby so go get after it I love you guys and I will see you next week